Last week, we finished up the layers of the food forest. Today, we'll be talking about how to water your food forest and the options available. Here we go. Hi, and welcome back to the Prepping Positively podcast. I'm Annie, and today we're talking about how to provide water for your food forest. Eventually, you will not have to water your food forest, at least not regularly. In the long term, it should become pretty much maintenance-free for the most part and should flourish from all the rainfall. However, if you're just getting your food forest established, water is going to be an important factor to consider. There are quite a few options available for providing water to your newly established food forest. However, we're going to talk about three of them today. The three most common watering types are ground irrigation, overhead sprinklers, and swales. Let's talk about these one at a time. Ground irrigation is probably the most common form of irrigation. It may include things such as soaker hoses or PVC DIY watering. Now I have some rain barrels set up on the main house that collect more than enough rainwater. We attach soaker hoses to these and allow the water to trickle to the plants we choose. If you're wondering how to do this, let me explain. I have raised beds in the backyard. I took a few old hoses that were not in the best shape and I laid them from the rain barrels throughout the beds. Everywhere that the hose was close to a plant, we drilled small holes that the water could barely drip out of. These hoses stay in place at all times. We simply turn the faucet on, on the rain barrel, and voila, drip irrigation. Now, I currently have not removed the grass in that yard, so when we mow, I do have to lift the hoses and then put them back. Once we get all the mulch walkways in, the hoses will simply lay along the ground or we can bury them. I also have some soaker hoses in my food forest. I simply lay them wherever they need to water, and if needed, I just connect the other end to the hose to the spigot and water. You can make a more permanent watering system that drips out of PVC. You simply run your pipes where they need to go, except you bury all of the pipes except where the plants are. Then you drill tiny holes randomly to allow the water to spray to the nearby plants. The PVC system is ideal, but it does cost to buy all the fittings and the pipes to get started. In the long run, though, it will last longer than any hose, so you have to weigh your options here. The second option for watering is with overhead sprinklers. This option includes a sprinkler attached to the end of a hose and can be moved and placed wherever it is centrally needed and does the most coverage. The sprinkler can be put away when it's not needed. Now I use a tripod sprinkler from Home Depot. I love it because for a large area it works well. Now mine covers 80 feet easily, but that'll depend on how much pressure your hose puts off and how long the hose is too. Sprinklers are great. However, they do need to be moved. They are not spot on, meaning that they water an entire area in which in many cases may be too much water going where you don't necessarily need it to go. Rolling up hoses can be a pain in the butt too. However, there are many sprinkler styles available, so be sure to find the one that works best for you. The third option is by using swales. Now this is one area that I have not really become educated in simply because I live in a sand pit basically with completely flat ground. A swale is basically a raised mound of dirt that allows the water to stay or run where you need it to go. Like I said, we have a lot of sand, so it really isn't going to do any good. Unless it's really pouring down rain, the water goes right into the ground way before we could direct it to go anywhere. 
Now, I do use concrete blocks and logs strategically placed so that the rainwater, when it is running, does not wash out certain areas, but swales aren't really for me. You could search YouTube for some videos on how to create swales if you think you might want to try them. So now you're aware of three different methods of watering your food forest. Do any of these work for you? Don't be afraid to try new things on your property. If something doesn't work, try something else. Okay, get ready for next week. We're going to go into the specific plants for your food forest. So until then, happy gardening!